All right, and we're live. What's up? Hey, man, how's it going? <laughs> it's going good. Um, we have my neighbor today, Jeff Davis. Absolutely. Literally lives across the street. Um, I don't think I actually physically met you until like two years ago. And we've lived across the street from each other for six years or something like that. It's so, been quite a while, yeah. Yeah, and it was only because I feel like our kids started playing together. I feel like uh, when we got locked home with COVID, yeah, and then, uh, then you went through that awkward stage where I don't know if their kids can play. I don't know what their <laughs> COVID rules are. Uh, and uh, yeah. Yeah. But it all worked out. Yeah, but oddly enough, that was like when we started just hanging out the most and we, we probably weren't supposed to. I know. Passing uh passing COVID germs back and forth. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. So but that was a wild time too because it it was no one was allowed outside, no one was allowed to do anything, and yet I feel like our neighborhood at least got to know each other more. Yeah, the know? uh the corner here livened up. Yeah. Got to meet uh, uh, all the families with kids and mm-hmm. even some of the families without kids. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so one of the things that I do enjoy is that you're a big racing fan. I and, am, yep. And I, I actually asked Gabby this year, I said, we should go to the Indy 500. She's like, I don't want to go. So Jeff will take me. <laughs> you should definitely go. It is a uh, uh, being born and raised on the east side of Indy. Uh, my dad was a huge race fan and kind of yeah. passed it on to me. So, mm-hmm. um, yep, I think this year will mark my 27th Indy 500. That's insane. Yeah, yeah it's that's, wild. Is there like a record? Uh, is Do you know anybody that's gone to every single race? Or is well, that possible? That's not possible. They've done well over 100. Um, okay. I think I think this year is the 106th. I don't know. I should okay. know this. But um, I think I, the biggest number I've heard is high 60s low 70s that's so, insane so yeah what, so that's what, what i'm shooting it, for what makes it so because when i think of a race it's literally just going back and forth like you're just yeah, just in turn four yeah yeah it's so a straight away you're going like 200 miles an hour or whatever but i i i haven't understood the whole hype of the indy 500 so yet. the indy 500 is is a little bit different i mean it's 33 cars going around in a circle obviously so mm-hmm. You know, you've got to be bred a little different to, to love it. Um, but um, it's it's over Memorial Day weekend in May. Um, it's also around my birthday. This year it falls on my birthday, ironically. So uh, oh, another yeah. reason why I love it. Um, mm-hmm. But the Indy 500 is special because it's a two-and-a-half-mile track, which is really big for mm-hmm. um, any race car. But you can experience the race however you want. Mm-hmm. If you've got lots of money, you can buy a suite, be indoors, mm-hmm. air conditioning, free food, free drinks. Um, or you could be like me out in the sun, <laughs> um, backless seats. Um, or they have a snake pit where they have a uh, mm-hmm. uh, EDM party on the, on the infield, um, which is crazy. They have fire cannons and water cannons and stuff um so anywhere in and in, in between you can uh, experience the race that way yeah that sounds fun and i've heard like you can fit so much stuff inside the track right like yeah. you can fit like two football stadiums or something like that right you can fit all uh well not anymore 
but um, all 12 of the Big Ten football stadiums will fit really? inside there. Um, different other landmarks like the Vatican, I've heard um, the Vatican yeah. and a handful of other things can go in there. But yeah, all uh, all current 12 Big Ten football stadiums will fit on the inside of it. That is insane. Um, and yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> 200,000 plus people out there on race day. Um, all kinds of celebrities. You have people that fly in from, I don't know, how many, 50 plus different countries that come in. Really? For it. Yeah, it's it's wild. It's huh. crazy. Now, is uh, it the, it's like the, the I, I don't know how to describe it, like the aero cars versus like the NASCAR ones, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's the Indy cars. Um, they, they're called open wheels. They don't have fenders on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have the wings on the front, the wings on the back that help you know do the opposite of what airplanes do so okay airplanes create lift and then the uh, the indy cars create downward force to mm-hmm. keep them on the ground but yeah they're just <laughs> inverted airplanes which is crazy yeah so, that's wild but it's fun it's a lot of fun fun it's a bucket list item if you haven't done it i highly recommend it mm-hmm. um so if you uh someone offers you tickets i say definitely do it where's the best place to sit for the race it really depends on what you want to do. Um, I've sat on the infield by the pits, which is cool. Um, sat in turn one. Um, my current seats are um, on the exit of turn three, which I love because you can see a lot of the track. Uh, the track, the other thing is the track's so big. No matter where yeah. you sit, you can't see <laughs> the entire track. Um, so where I sit, we sit up high. We're the second to last row. Okay. Um, we've got aisle seats, which is awesome, and um, like I said, we can see probably about half the track, which mm. is, which is quite a bit for for the speedway. Yeah. So other, you know, you said your dad was a big race fan. Is there anything else that like has like what makes you go back every year? You twenty seven years is yeah. a long time. I think it's just a tradition now. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so uh, my dad passed away when I was fifteen. Um, so I lost him pretty early in, in life. And so I think it's one of those things where it's like, um, even though he's not here, it's still like a connection to him. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, it's just kind of one of those special, like father son bonds that, that we had, even though I'd only gone to the race with him a handful of times. So, um, but it was something that we both shared and, um, my brother as well. So, um, yeah, so I think that's kind yeah. of what leads me back, and just I mean I'm a big IndyCar fan in general. Yeah. So, so and he, so obviously he took you to your first race, mm-hmm. right? So how old were you when you went to your first race? Um, I think I was about five. Oh, so I was really? super young. Yeah, yeah, oh I was gosh. super young. Um, <clears throat> um, one of those situations where tickets came available, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Hey, let's go! All right, let's go! Let's <laughs> climb in the van." And, and uh, head on out. So yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy, man. Yeah, I, it's wild. Has have Pierce and Quinn gone to races then? Yeah. They haven't gone to the race. Um, okay. So I don't think they're quite ready to last the entire day. Yeah. Um, especially the Indy 500. It's a. It is a literally an all day event. Um, mm-hmm. So like last year, we left at I think 5:30 in the morning and didn't get back till 6:30 uh, wow. and um 
we were proud of ourselves because we felt like we made pretty good time. Yeah. Um, getting out there and getting parked and then getting back. Um, but no, they haven't gone. Um, I used to take them out to the first day of practice okay. for the Indy 500. That's that's more suitable for them. Go out there for three or four hours and then come right. on home. Um, plus, there's plenty to do out there during practice and mm-hmm. walk around. Um, they can meet drivers and stuff, which is really mm-hmm. cool. Um, get up close to the cars. There's not a lot of people. Um, but yeah, they haven't quite made it to Rooks yet. I gotcha. They'll get there. They'll get there. Yes. They 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 <laughs> almost have to. It's it's a. Uh, I feel like it's they will be a one day. Yes. to get there. Yes, they will one day, whether they want to or not. I I feel like, but yeah. Um, but yeah, they both um, they both enjoy CNS go. Um, because the other thing is the race isn't broadcast live here in the indie mm-hmm. market. Um, so typically they'll go to my in-laws house, which is down near Cincinnati and they can have the race on and, gotcha. and be like, Oh, there's mommy and daddy. Out there. <laughs> the day they get to see you is going to be, I know. I it's know. Hopefully they don't see me on TV. Right. <laughs> we'll see what kind of state of mind you're in. If, if they do exactly. get to see you on TV. Um, now you last year, did you get to drive one of the, feel like you were telling me that you either got to drive one of the cars or you knew someone that ro- drove one of the uh, – there's only like 10 Indy yeah, 500 so the, the label CEO, cars or something. The CEO of the business that uh, that I used to work at, um, he was he had a family member on, on the board, so he got mm-hmm. to go down and be in the pits and drive one of the cars around before the race and stuff. So That's amazing. One of the pace cars. Yeah, so it's it's wild. It's crazy. Yeah, there's a lot to do. So, So you got started with your dad when you were five. Um, how many races did you guys go to together? Um, so I think we we only went to a handful of Indy 500 races. Um, okay. My dad was more of a NASCAR fan, so when the the NASCAR guys came here in '94, okay, um, he went to the first race, and then I went that following year in '95. So, and then we went every year. I guess probably only five years now that I think about it. Because he passed oh, wow. away in in '01. Okay. So yeah. So I guess it was only five. Yeah. Okay. What was your dad like? Um, he was he was pretty quiet. Um, he he worked from home. Um, had his own business that he ran out of the garage. Um, loved rate auto racing. Was big into model airplanes. Loved going to. Um, me and my brother's sporting events. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was cool um, to have him at like every event that we, we got to do because he did work from home. Like it, he didn't right. have a normal like nine to five job like mm-hmm. most other parents and stuff. <clears throat> so um, he was kind of quiet, um, but overall a, a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you're kind of quiet too sometimes. Like I feel like Jeremy's the more outgoing of you two i don't know you might disagree with me because you probably know jeremy yeah your brother more yeah jeremy's jeremy's more outgoing i'm a little bit more kind of reserved and, and quiet um mm-hmm. i i open up to people after i get knowing them a little bit yeah um but yeah he's more kind of outgoing and um social than yeah. i am i would say so what you're saying is is that we're friends and i did a good job <laughs> absolutely <laughs> absolutely yes <laughs> I'm just giving you our time. Um, so what? So 
tell me about like your so because we haven't really talked about this yet but like you pierce and quinn are your kids right mm-hmm. yep. so tell me about your family like you know how, obviously you only have two kids but yep. unless there's more no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no two and dad we're sticking to man to man here um yep so uh me and my wife jamie have been married for let's see here for it'll be 13 years okay in october and then uh Gwen, my daughter is nine. She's in third grade. And then my son Pierce is in first grade and he is six. Yeah. So they're good kids. They're pretty good kids. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, they're they're very uh good hearted kids. Yeah. So. I remember I think maybe last year we were trying to find a birthday present for Quinn and we finally landed on like a a dragon book series or something uh-huh. like that. And we got yeah. it for, her, but she already had it. <laughs> so like her between her and Harper, they're like the only kids that I know that would want books for their birthday or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. They're very Quinn, smart. Quinn is uh, very much a bookworm. She loves mm-hmm. reading. She takes after her mom. Yeah. Um, Pierce is more into TV. Um, okay. Like me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so um, he is, but be fair he is still learning to read um, yeah and he is getting really good at it but he would mm-hmm. definitely prefer a movie or a tv show yeah but i also feel like too like i've been over at your house and usually when the tv's on it's sports yes like you, you're you're a sports junkie i i, am I don't know how many nut. people know that but like you're racing and sports yes yeah yeah i uh <clears throat> i yeah Ninety percent of the time, sports is some sort of sports yeah. line. It uh, racing, uh, baseball, football, you name it. Yeah. Um, Sometimes yeah. even when like when something's happened with the Colts, I don't even go to like Twitter or anything. I just come ask you. I feel yeah. like you've got all the like inside details. Yeah, of what I the do. Colts are I, doing. I I price. I am too big of a sports nut at times. Yes, yeah. but yeah. that's good though. Yeah, I mean it's my hobby. So yeah. Outside of uh, it's kind of my uh, my go to 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 kind of zone out for a little bit. So. Yeah, and well, I like it because it's always unpredictable. Anything can happen. So. Yeah, hundred percent. And there's, I, I know I have a couple friends that are like, and I know you've done this too, but like into sports betting and things like that. And I I don't know if I ever want to get into it because you can make the ten game parlays or whatever. And it's just like there's that one that's going to be a surefire thing, and then it just doesn't it's, happen it's a surefire thing until you put money on it then that it, <laughs> it never happens so um but yeah no i uh done a little bit of gambling very small small mm-hmm. one dollar bets and stuff so yeah you're not the gambling expert no to bring no on the no no absolutely not <laughs> do the opposite of whatever i say <laughs> oh my gosh so what like do you have a favorite sport i, I know you you're kind of into all of them but like what's your what's yeah your go-to? i'd say um when I played sports, it was baseball, um, but to watch and follow, it's it's probably um, auto racing and, and NFL. Yes, Colts specifically. So. Yeah. Okay. Did you? Because I know your your mom has like a seat from the old RCA dome, right? Yep. Yep. So my mom used to be season tickets holders. I used to have them, um, and then when Jamie and I bought the house and started really being serious about starting to have kids and stuff mm-hmm. um i gave up the season tickets just to, to save money because yeah. uh every year no matter what happens they they jack up the rates so <laughs> um 
plus i i uh I found that um, I watch the game a little bit differently than other people, so mm-hmm. I'd just much rather stay at home. I, I, I get in less trouble. I have experienced a game with Jeff Davis, and it is it is an experience. That's, it's an experience, that's for sure. It's a yes. lot of fun, though. Like you're, but I think that's I think that's the one thing that I do enjoy about you is, is you're a very passionate person. Like anything that you do, including being a dad, like you are an yeah. extremely passionate person, and when you're passionate everything is is exciting you know yes never a dull moment um yeah i'd say passion is a good passionate is a uh, very good word for it yeah appropriate. So what what makes you i guess like um being a dad mm-hmm. like obviously you're really good at it you know thank um, you you're welcome <laughs> um but like what like what do you enjoy about being a dad like what what's your passion of it yeah i think um i can't really describe it um it's it's hard to put into words like that bond you feel with your kids um Mm -hmm. and it could be anything the way they they do something you're like oh i i do that or that's me or that's (laughs) jamie or um or something as simple as like going on a walk with the kids and like just seeing quinn and pierce give each other a hug or something it's just like little like all those little moments that you look back and you're like oh Mm -hmm that's that's really cool that's special um but i think a lot of it was um what influences me is when i lost my dad mm-hmm. um it happened pretty pretty quickly and uh, unexpectedly mm-hmm. um so i like you just never know what tomorrow is going to bring so yeah. i like want to make the most today with my kids yeah um and jamie as well um just because you never know what tomorrow is going to bring. Yeah. So what, what do you feel like, what do you feel like your dad ingrained in you the most before he passed away was? Um, that's a good question. Um, I look back on the time with my dad. Um, when I was younger, I didn't feel like him and I were really close, but I feel like the last two or three years, that we had, we started really getting close and having a good bond. Um, but I think that um, he, one thing that he did really, really well, I feel like was instill a work ethic or just show a work ethic mm-hmm. in like trying to provide for, um, for my mom and for me and my brother. Um, just so that way you weren't like worried about not having something or being mm-hmm. hungry or, um, you know, not feeling part of your clique at school or, or what have you. Mm-hmm. So um, I'd say probably that um, sticks out the most. Um, but I think just like I said, I look back, he never missed a sporting event, never missed mm-hmm. a concert um never missed anything that that me or my brother had and and that's kind of like what i want to do i want to be able to go to everything go see them perform go Mm -hmm. see them do act out their passions or um things like that and be there to support them however however i can you do a good job at it. I, I know I always see you go Saturday mornings to gymnastics. I don't, I don't know if they do gymnastics on Saturday mornings anymore, but 
I feel like 10 a.m. Saturday. It was on the tee. Jeff was was yep. leaving to go yep. to gymnastics. Yep. Um, I think we got Pierce ready to go for gymnastics again. Quinn's going to give tennis a try here. Okay. Um, in April. So, um, so we're excited to see that. Pierce did um, cross country last fall. Of course he did. Um, yeah, I don't know where he got that from because <laughs> I hate running. Um, but uh, but yeah, he was he did great at it. Finished. How far do they run in cross country at his? So age? his age group, it was like a two k, which I think is like one point two miles. That's still a lot. It's though. wild. It's crazy. It's a lot further than what I can run. That's for sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because we we went to the beach on fall break last year, and he made me run on the beach with him, and we did like a half mile, and he beat me. Uh, so I'm I don't know if you've seen the movie um, Cop and a Half, but I'm always I like, seen I'm that. always quoting Burt Reynolds from that movie. Yeah. I hate to run. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's always cool to see them um, find something that they're passionate about and mm-hmm. um, support them however I can. How did how did Quinn get into tennis? I don't know. Um, she likes to do some individual sports, um, so she did she did do gymnastics for a long time. Um, decided she wanted a little break from it, and mm-hmm. um, so we told her that she probably needed to find something to to um, as a healthy channeling of some energy. Um, and uh, I don't know. Somehow she just landed on tennis and yeah. we're like all right let's go let's see it so have you bought her a racket yet or are they going to let her rent one um, or so the program <clears throat> that we signed up her up for will provide her a racket okay um i think part of it was um her and i played pickleball sometimes in the driveway okay um so she's got kind of a foundation for tennis um and they don't have a pickleball they don't have a pickleball offering for her just yet next yeah. year they will <laughs> um so uh, so yeah, we'll give it a try. It'll be be exciting to to see how that goes. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome, man. Well, good for you guys. Who's who is older out of you and Jeremy? Me. You are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So by how how much? Uh, three years. Oh. Two okay. and a half. Two, three years. Yeah. I was eight, born in eighty six. He was born in eighty nine. Okay. Yeah. So just over three years. Yep. So when your dad passed away, how did that? how did that feel with you kind of being the older brother and having to like not raise Jeremy, but like kind of be his like more than big brother at times. Yeah. So, um, which we got to get him on here. Yeah. 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 We'll get Jeremy on here. Uh, (laughs) I feel like it was one of those things where it wasn't so much of like, like, all right, Jeff, you take the reins. It was, um, all three of us like kind of stepping in and being there um, for one another. And I I think in probably more ways than anybody will realize that, you know, he had as much impact on me Mm. um, as a brother than, than I probably did on him. Um, But yeah, you look back on it and, you know, I was 15. um, So at a kind of an awkward age, um, as a as a 15 year old boy all of a sudden um <laughs> you're 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 the man of the house if yeah you, if you'll say but um i never really felt like i was like that dad figure it was still just just older brother mm-hmm. um 
watching out for 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 him just yeah. before um or just like before um but it was never like i never felt any additional pressure mm-hmm. or anything like that it was just all right um my parents always just raised us that it's like all right you just tackle the next obstacle yeah. um and granted this was a massive obstacle yeah. um we we took it at that same approach i mean mm-hmm. we, we took time for the three of us to um kind of go through our grieving and mm-hmm. air out you know how we we're feeling and stuff but um <clears throat> it was always we were always steering forward and in trying to move forward um you never really forget something like that or yeah um, fully move on but you just try to make the most of it and um you know they also taught us that everything happens for a reason for sure um you may not find out what that reason is yeah. um in in this lifetime it might be afterwards but um but yeah so um and then we just have a firm belief that you know he's looking down on us and checking yeah. in on us from time to time yeah 100%. i bet your dad was awesome he was he was a good guy yeah he uh it, it was definitely because he had such unique hobbies between like racing which wasn't always real popular um mm-hmm. the school i was at um he was big in remote control airplanes and stuff so yeah. um so we got to do some cool stuff go to air, all kinds of air shows and stuff mm-hmm. like that so um yeah i uh i wouldn't trade him for for anybody else yeah right <laughs> I, uh, so speaking of like kind of model airplanes, which probably isn't in the same realm, I flew a kite for the first time. Yeah. Uh, yes, yesterday. Okay. <clears throat> uh, we used your what you call a common area. I call it your side yard. Yeah, I heard um, you tracking through my yard. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I I flew a a kite for the first time yesterday, which was really cool. So I think w- when you start having those small things that start to bond you and your kids. Yeah. Like, it's more than just, oh, like, I'm just going to, you know, go out here and fly a kite. Like, yeah. it's, like you said, like, it's it's things that you remember about your dad because you you don't know if that day is going to sure. come by tomorrow. So, I, uh, that's awesome. Well, it's also cool when you get, speaking of unique things about kids and stuff, it's, it's always fun when you get to do something for the first time with yeah. your kids who are also doing it for the first time. Yeah. And, it's always fun because, like, my kids will be like, why don't you know what you're doing? It's like, I've never done this before. Uh, so they always laugh, and, and uh, I always find those are the best stories because, like, mm. it'll be a year later. They'll be like, hey, Daddy, remember when you messed this yeah. up? You're like, I sure did. Yeah, I, I will totally own up to that. I feel like I feel like our kids call us out on a lot of stuff. Yeah, there's like, no, just, like, they remember specifically everything. Specifically our kids. Yeah. <laughs> There's no no filters with our kids, that's for sure. There's not, but they're great kids, and yeah. and I think like I love the fact that you know your kids will come over here and jump on the trampoline, and there's like you know they're safe over here, mm-hmm. and vice versa too. Like yeah. Harper and and Lily will go over there and, and play at your guys' house, and I I know they're they're okay. So I think or, that's the a big thing. Or like them going around the block, like that yeah. was a huge thing. I, I couldn't remember the first time first. I did it. I like ran <laughs> down to the next street. I was like, all right, when they coming around, they should right. be coming around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now that uh, they're all good friends and watching out for each other, it's mm-hmm. always nice. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think too, like we have such a like a close knit 
group around here. Like mm-hmm. everyone can go to each other's houses and you know whatnot. So I think, but it all started because of COVID, which yeah, is which is wild. crazy because yeah. you were not supposed to go outside. <laughs> you you weren't supposed to be within what six feet of, yeah. of anybody and. Uh... Yeah, because I think I remember one of the first times we kind of talked to each other. We were on opposite sides of the street in the neighborhood. Yeah. Hey. And be like, hey, you live across the street, right? And yeah. we're like, yeah. And then like the next day, the kids came out and were playing. And we're like, we're like, is this okay? Do you know how actually, now that I think about it, it was during COVID, but I remember how we met each other. It was because... Um, I got a package here and it was a, it was a bottle of, I don't even remember what the bourbon was, but I thought it was like one of my other friends that sent it to me for my birthday because it was right around that time. And I was getting ready to open it and the package said Jeff Davis. And I was like, man, now I have to go over there and I can't drink this. And uh, we ended up drinking that. I don't remember what it was. It was like, um, it was like smoke something. Yeah. I, I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, but it was awesome, whatever yeah. it was. It was probably one of my favorite bourbons that I ever drank. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. I do remember. And that like, was the first like, time. Uh, <laughs> you're Jeff Davis, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> so I accidentally opened this because I thought it was a birthday gift for myself. But it's not, so <laughs> here, you, here you go. <laughs> you're like, I didn't open the bottle. But that's okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah. No, that's that's funny. I forgot about that. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, so probably gonna start wrapping up here in a minute. But for people that have lost their dads, mm-hmm. but they're not dads yet themselves, like what would be your like advice to them on like either growing to be a father figure to someone or to their kids eventually? Like, what's what's your advice there for them? I would say the best advice, just kind of follow your heart. Um, Mm -hmm. It's weird um, because I still feel like I have a connection even over 20 years later um, with my dad, whether it be Mm -hmm. through like weird dreams or what have you. But, um, you know, I I would say it's you're never going to get past that loss. nobody's going to replace them um but if if you're going to becoming a dad or you're a mentor or father figure um you know just remember all the 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 good things and and positive experiences that you had Mm -hmm. and try to replicate those types of things like we've been talking about a bunch of little things overall that like weird random things that you remember um and our yeah. kids bring up from time to time, like those things matter. The, that's yeah. what matters the most rather than um, gifts or anything like that. Like mm-hmm. um, just try to be that positive influence. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, repeat those, those positive characteristics of, of what you remember about your father or your childhood or yeah. anything like that. It's crazy to you that you talk about the dream scene because I know there's been time. I was really close with my grandparents, and uh, I remember there would be times that I've been like just really stressed out, and I'll and I'll fall asleep. And there, I mean, there's been times where like Gabby's had to like wake me up out of it because like I'm so, I'm either so stressed out or something's happening, and then like I can see my grandparents in my dream, and they're like, "It's gonna be okay." Yeah, you know, and. 
it's just, it's it's crazy how good that feels but at yeah. the same time how hard it is you yeah. know it's it's hard um but i think you've also got to do your part um to have that positive mindset yeah um that and i think it's important to to surround yourself in a positive community and, and supporting group 100 um you know i like grateful every day that i found my wife jamie she's mm-hmm my rock and in that positive outset um i still have a great relationship with my brother my mom mm-hmm. um we met you guys and then i've got two other you know really great um best friends so um you know i think having that positive support group and mm-hmm. community around you oh, goes a long way thanks for putting me in your positive support group <laughs> absolutely you're in the circle yeah i'm in the circle let's go circle of life um Dude, that's awesome. Thank you for that. You're you're definitely a big part of our circle too. We appreciate you guys. Yeah, and the fact awesome. that you you live across the street and it's it's nice that you know we're as good of friends as we are, you know. And it, yeah, but it's crazy that it took us this long to meet each other. It's wild you know? too. because um, I I feel like you guys moved in either right after Quinn was born or while she was pregnant with Jamie. So it was like and came along and we were mm. trying to figure out this whole parenting thing and well we moved in in 26 2016 okay so then she would have been a couple of years old okay yeah all right and then so because you guys came a little bit later yeah because i don't think we were here when i think pierce was just born if okay. anything so pierce was born in 17 may of 17 okay yeah okay so we yeah, we did. We definitely didn't know you guys then. Okay. Because we so, moved in in June of 2016. Okay. 2016 so, or 2017, I can't remember, but yeah, it was one of those years. Okay, so then it would have been shortly after that when Jamie was pregnant with Pierce. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I knew something was going on. I, I <laughs> knew somebody was together. somebody was was in the oven there. Yeah, but you've. I mean, you guys have been. We've known you. Let's see. Did we meet you before Lily was born or after? Well, she was born in 2019, so I, that was like COVID year. Yeah. Yeah. So I think she was, yeah, she was just born. She was just born, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Harper was only three. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's wild. It's so wild. It's hard to think. remember a time before <laughs> that, though. Yeah. yeah like, now I just put events that happen as my kids are born. Like absolutely. We, we talk about all the time that, like, Lily was a was a COVID baby. Mm-hmm. So the first time she actually went out was Gabby went to buy them shoes. Okay. And so her first experience <laughs> of the world was a shoe store. What nice. a great way to, yeah. to experience the world for the first yeah, time. There could be worse ways. But that's, yeah. that's a very true thing. Yeah, those were crazy times. <clears throat> 100%. Well... What are so? What are three pieces of advice that you would give to parents? I would say um, number one, get used to repeat. Um, mm, yeah, have to <laughs> repeat yourself a lot with kids. <laughs> yeah. um, sometimes it's easier than others. Mm-hmm. Um, that'd be one. Number two. Um, Let's say realize when your partner needs help. That's good. Um, and number three, be be adaptable. Um, just because they're your kids or you have multiple kids doesn't mm-hmm. mean they're all the same. 
are going to be just like you or just like your partner um, and appreciate those differences. Yeah. Um, we try not to force our likes and dislikes on our kids, but mm-hmm. um, we, we've told them that they can be anything that they want besides an asshole. But Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, it's uh, okay. <laughs> my bad. Uh, <laughs> They can do whatever they want in their life. I'll take except it. Except be an a-hole. I'll um, take it. It's uh, fine. And we'll support them. Um, so, sorry about that. It's um, all right. I'll, so, it's, it's fair. Every Everyone's kids is an asshole. So, yeah. I'll even say it, it happens. So. And then, uh, <laughs> then yeah. Yeah. I'd say just be it, be adaptable and, and understanding. Um, but, um, but yeah, I'd say those those three things are, are, are big influences. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, one dad joke. Before um, you leave, let's see here. <clears throat> I have it pulled up. Let's see if it's still on here. Um, okay. Why didn't Han Solo like his burger? I I feel like I know it, but I'm gonna let you say it <laughs> because it was too chewy. Oh, that was really good. So even oh, I that. even got an applause. Yeah. I love it. Mic drop. Mic drop. Um. That was awesome. That was a good one. I liked it. Um, anything we can add to the prairie quest list for you? Yeah, I, I know that there's um, there's just a uh, it's it's a weird times out there. So anybody who is struggling or or anything, I would say just you know pray that they're able to find whatever light that they need or mm-hmm. guidance that they need or strength or confidence or anything like that. Um, to get them through whatever they want. And um, for those of you that are, for anyone that's, you know, happy and enjoying life, may that continue as long as possible. So mm-hmm. keep on keeping on. Live long and prosper. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, very cool. Well, um, we have gone for close to 38 minutes, nice. which is cool. So yeah. um, I appreciate you walking a whole absolutely uh, 10 traffic. feet yeah, yeah to, to get over here and being a part of this and um we'll get jeremy on here for sure cool because uh, i think he would be a lot of fun as well yeah he'd be a good good one yeah yeah he'd be fun um but you are more than welcome to come on here anytime you want cool. and um awesome. we didn't get to talk about extra gear i know uh, so for those of you who don't know jeff has a, a side hustle called extra gear yeah, yeah, I don't even know what you do. I just know that you work with numbers and we, yeah, yeah, specializing in uh, in revenue operations, so the the nerdy part of the business. So yeah, um, tech stack consolidation, integrations, um, sales processes, sales recordings, all that yeah. kind of stuff is uh, is my specialty. And um, yeah, okay, fair enough. We'll get into that the next time you're on here. Sounds good. <laughs> all right, buddy. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, so you guys just had an opportunity to hear Jeff. Uh, Hopefully you took away something from that conversation, but we're going to jump into prayer requests. Again, if you guys have anything that I can be praying for you, you know, or people that are listening to this that include your prayer requests in their prayers, if you have anything, you can uh, DM those to me on my Instagram at LoganEngle1. You can also... Uh, email them to me at dadtalkspodcast at outlook.com and we'll include them in these prayer requests as we go week to week. So again, thanks to Jeff for being on and let's go ahead 
and pray. If you're driving, please don't close your eyes. All right, dear Lord, we love you, and we thank you so much for today. We thank you for uh, Jeff and all the people that have been on this podcast so far and all the people that are going to be on the podcast in the future. Um, I thank you for what you're doing through this podcast. Um, I'm praying for uh, just revelation to happen for listeners, for the people that come on here, even for myself, um, the fact that I'm able to learn a few things as I get to talk to other people uh, through this. Lord, I just pray and ask that um, for those who are struggling, we pray that they find joy, they find light, they find some sort of silver lining in their situation that you can uh, guide them through. Um, We know that struggle is real. We know that there are just crazy things that happen in life. And we just pray that you uh, carry people through that. We pray that you are the light that they need to find. Um, And I pray through their struggle and even through their victories that they find you and that they know who you are through all of that. Um, Lord, for those who uh, just continue to prosper, continue to, to find happiness and continue to be there, I pray for them to be a light onto someone else. I pray for them to have joy that uh, they can talk about with others that bring them closer to you as well. Lord, we love you. We thank you for everything that you're doing. Um, and we ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys. Thank you for joining for episode five. Next week's going to be a fun one as well. We'll talk soon. Bye, everybody.